0: a really great future
1: we're talking real money have money have talk show put the two together maybe you'll have more money that's the goal of our little talk show i'm Don. that's tom we're talking real money we do it every saturday live on number one como radio in that's Seattle, num- Washington. that's
2: number one one i mean that really is number one no really no number one around.
1: like I, yeah, I i know i can't remember plus i can't kids. remember the last time i saw an a.m. <laughs> 1973 <laughs> or number something a long time ago yeah, I, yeah I know, back they're... when i worked for koa in denver yes yeah it was number right, one yeah. but it's not
2: anymore i, don't, I know, I, know. I don't know it's very cool though it's probably Excuse all me, because be of old... us it's probably all it's because of us it's all talking yeah, real money. Sure yeah. Yeah.
1: Hey, everybody. Uh, we want to help you invest better, save better, spend better, uh, deal with money better, stop doing dumb things all the time. You do. You know you do. We're here to help. Give us a call at 855 935 Talk. 855 935 8255. And if you're looking to buy a house and you think real estate prices are out of, absolutely out of control,
2: well, you're right. Yeah, I mean the numbers are just it. Every it's month after month, it's astounding. Okay, the reason I brought this up, yeah, the median existing home price median. This is coast to coast. Mm-hmm. In June, rose to three hundred sixty three thousand dollars. Of course, none, no such home is like that is available in the greater Seattle area. But median existing home price and that is up twenty three point four percent from a year earlier. That's a record high according to the national association be, of realtors
1: that has to be that is that a record high for the price or a record increase I think it's a record for a year high for the price it because that, that sounds that like a, a record increase. increase for the year it's be i can't them. imagine i don't remember in my life a 23 percent increase in home prices in a year
2: i don't ever remember even during maybe the late 90s eight, No, i don't think so wow i mean oh, by the way speaking of that i'm watching the woodstock 99 thing which you might enjoy about I didn't know there was a Woodstock 1999. There's a new documentary out about it.
1: Apparently no one knew.
2: <laughs> well, and they're complaining about how bad the food is, that the water is $4 a bottle and not everybody liked the music. I was like, yeah, where's the breakthrough here? At any rate, the housing market. Can I ask a question saying, before we
1: continue? <laughs> what does that <laughs> have to do with too. what we're talking about?
2: I, don't, I have no idea because I said the late 90s and then I moved right into the Woodstock thing. I'm trying to show you how erudite I am, how much of a, you know,
1: yeah, 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 you're anyway, not. You got you got that from I'm, watching TV. I don't think that know, implies erudition.
2: Really... all right Oh, fair. I watched some right. TV. <laughs> no, I'm just recommending On the, the couch. show to people of our generation that, <laughs> because what they're trying With a glass to do of bourbon. Reach, they, no, I didn't have any bourbon. They were trying to uh they were trying to, you know, recreate Woodstock, which had been thirty years earlier. Now I was too young for the original Woodstock, proud to say. But when was Woodstock? Um 1969 you were I, old enough no i was I 13 okay well i was like three or something 13. so any rate no you weren't you were like 12 or 11 like ten. Oh. 11 anyway okay the housing boom is easing slightly they say but yeah. don't get your hopes up because uh the demand is still very very high interest rates are low People want to get into this. I mean, I look at mine. I can't, I can't help it. You can't help it. It's no, it's like watching the stock market, isn't it? It is literally like day after day. Look at what? What? Look at these prices. Mm -hmm. Uh, not to brag, but my home, my home was up over a hundred thousand dollars last month. Now I don't count on that money until it's in my bank account. I don't believe it until it's sold and they give me the check for that, but it's crazy.
1: I mean, I'm looking at mine. Mine's up 10% in
2: 30 days. It's insanity. But here's the thing. OK, because the reason I want to discuss this is many of us arrive at retirement and don't have the cash they need to finance retirement mm-hmm. because number, sometimes they have paid off that mortgage. Now the money's all stuck in the house. Right. Which I think is just um, a mistake. I agree. That's one. Because but I have this argument with so my low. wife all the time. I don't see how she could win the argument, especially with you. But that's a whole other thing. Um, here's, here's the deal. <laughs> She's good. Who argues with a talk show? She is good. Who, she could have her own talk show. Who argues with a talk no, show? No, she did. And she did. That. She
1: did, and it was really bad. Her arguments or your? No, arguments? the talk show she had.
2: Oh, that's right. She did have the Don and Debbie show for, for, for like about one, forty-five one minutes. Week, or something. One week I'm
1: until someone threatened him. to kill himself if we if he ever heard us <laughs> on the air again. A caller. That's funny. I will College kill myself I... if I ever hear yeah, you. you a,
2: yeah. Okay, but number one, <laughs> yes. paying off the mortgage in a low interest rate environment, I don't think is a great idea. I really don't. We've said that many times. Number two, if you don't have money, you could look at things like a cash-out refinance. You can get a very low rate on that, 2.3, or a HELOC at 4.00. There you get some of that money out. You keep it. You set it aside for expenses in retirement. Something you need to Me? consider as you move closer.
1: Really, it. think about it. If you can make 3% on your retirement funds, you're better off having it invested than in the house. Dawn and Dawn are talking Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com.
0: For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: And unlike Tom, who for some reason will stay in his house, if you offer me my Zestimate today, I will sell you my house. Come take it.
2: What is it? What are you want to say? It. What is it? I
1: I guess I can say it. How much? I mean, bear in oh, mind, no. I paid three fifty for my house. Okay, three fifty.
2: How many decades ago?
1: That was two and a half decades ago. Okay, all right. Now Let's it's working. Nine ninety two.
2: Okay, that's what they say. That's it's the only worth estimate. that if somebody. Ra- so that's why I said If somebody the million dollars today, then you'll do it. Nine
1: ninety two. No, no, I'll give him seventy. A I'll give him a seventy seven hundred dollar discount. Nine ninety two. Give me my oh, estimate. Okay sold
2: Sold. i'm I'm tempted i'm tempted oh you don't want to buy my house what did you get rich when did you get rich no i didn't
1: 855-935-talk is our phone number and we've left lena hanging long enough lena welcome to talking
2: real money thank you for hanging in there
1: hi
3: hi how are you guys
2: we're good good what's up Lena?
3: i listened to you guys off and on for quite a while but um yeah um I have a question. I have been renting for years right now and I you know I'm wasting my money. I would like to buy something but I you know
2: I have No, not now. <laughs> Don's house. <laughs> I have a t- Don, go ahead. I'm sure. I sorry. Have, I have Don't about
3: 30,000 savings um mm-hmm. and I I work in the school and I get the Voya program, the DCP.
1: I'm sorry, but my eyes just bugged out of my head. I do not like Voya's programs, but go ahead. Okay,
2: it's a way to save for retirement. you
3: got that. I've just, I've been, you know, I, you know, I'm fifty-seven. I want to move on. I don't want to be wasting my money like this. Well,
1: let me tell you first, Lena. I don't believe that renting is wasting your money. See, now that that's a that's a very American way of thinking. Because in the rest of the world, renting is kind of normal, um, and yeah. right now buying is kind of, in a lot of ways, really scary. Particularly in the Puget Sound area, because prices are—you are, think they're up nationwide? They're up ridiculously. There. I mean, for example, what's your monthly rent right now? Well,
3: surprisingly, uh, gotta get out though because it's a mess in these uh, apartments. I pay seven fifty. Wow.
1: You're not throwing money you away. You, if you're putting a roof over your head for $750, you're you are accomplishing a lot. It, it,
2: uh. Uh, let's go back. Okay, well, let's go gotta, back. Yeah, go back. Know, so back. So the reason that you that wanted...
3: I'm, I'm paying for it, yeah. too, with yeah.
2: the yeah. neighbors. Yeah, you're uh, paying for it. Okay. Yeah, but let's go... So you want to move because you're tired of handing your check to somebody else instead of paying yourself, basically, right? At the end of the day is what you're saying. I'd rather okay. build the equity myself rather than pay somebody. I get it. Okay. that's. But here's the thing, and we did a piece on this, I think it was about almost a year ago, uh, from a study that found the difference in terms of financial wherewithal at the end of either owning or renting is very, very small because you got to put all that money into it. you got to take care of it. And so it's not as simple as I made a down payment and I got a place and I'm better off. And frankly at $30,000 although I guess you could get uh you can some get, government you, program you, you could get could an get, FHA so you could get an FHA program FHA. with you
1: know like a couple of percent down. But you're still going to be paying an awful for a very very than, very way more very, than very than average than house. Yeah, you could really afford to trade up on your rent, even for probably less. Plus, then your thirty thousand is now tied up in the house. And as you said, you're fifty
2: seven. Yeah. I I I just don't think I understand the emotion. I do. I understand the emotion. I I don't want. I'm tired of giving the money to somebody else. That makes sense, but it doesn't really financially pencil out for you to as don said pop that money in there you're going to pay way more on a monthly basis yeah what, what? i mean yeah, i agree
3: i mean i was even looking at a manufactured home the other day i mean oh really don't look nice. at those they those fixed, no they fixed it up and everything and they want eighty three thousand for it plus six hundred and three dollars for the land pad to rent yeah
1: i gotta tell you uh manufactured homes are like buying cars it, you're not, you will not build a cent of equity. You will lose money. Manufactured homes go down in value. They deteriorate relatively rapidly. They do not appreciate for a home to have appreciated in the past. It almost always needed to be tied down to a piece of land. Um, it's a, that, that is a, a manufactured home, terrible investment because you got a hundred thousand bucks tied up in the manufactured home. 30 of which is all your cash so on the seventy thousand left you're not going to get a very good interest rate you're going to be paying more than you're paying now in rent on the mode on the on the mobile home and you're paying for the lot rent worst situation i'd find an apartment that's in a nicer area that costs you a little more money
2: Uh, that now that's a very good recommendation because you sound like you didn't like your neighbors or something that makes sense By the way, you can live in a neighborhood where you own the home and not like your neighbors. But that's a whole other story that we aren't going to take up today. But here's the thing. Yes, I agree with Don. Maybe you could shop around because maybe you could afford more rent. From what I read, rents are actually coming down a little bit in the Puget Sound area. So maybe there's some better deals right now Mm -hmm. to find that location. I would not buy simply because you're tired of, as you said, handing the money over to somebody else.
1: I would imagine the cheapest, decent house you could probably get in the area is... 250 to 300,000 dollars these days, right, Tom?
2: Don? I don't even know if you could get it. Th- I, mean, I mean, I don't know what you
1: get. D- for that's that. not going that's going to be out on the periphery. Um condos like Cleelem or yeah, something. Yeah, and and plus I think condos are just a disaster waiting to happen personally let's not go there no really but i mean we've owned i've my family's owned a condo and and we ended up with special assessments of a hundred thousand dollars out of the blue you 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 saw what happened in florida we're in
2: one right now yeah it's not not oh you mean talking about they're not they're
1: they're they're just not again they tend not to be the best investments so lena i would continue to rent but find a better place to do it within your budget and keep your cash liquid because in a decade or decade and a half less or less you're going to want to start retiring the other thing you might want to do is look and see what options you have to working with a company like voya which is going to be selling you very expensive probably annuity products well no she's doing
2: that through her teacher through the state retirement plan
1: are there other choices other than,
2: or is that just the boy of that? I don't know. Oh, I don't nice. know that. That's a good question. I don't. But know she's also in the, probably one of the tours plans too, so she's getting a retirement benefit from that. Well, that's as good. Well. So but, when yeah, she, she retires, aside she'll the other money. Yeah, but, yeah.
1: And again, this myth that houses always make money is just that. It is a myth.
2: Well, I mean we've we've seen this right where you bought something and it went straight down, and if you needed to get your money back, you had to sell. Over we saw in two thousand eight. Yeah, and in the long haul, they've paid barely above inflation. That's right. Coast to coast, long term. Not Seattle. Last you know. year, or it's up thirty percent. Everybody makes money in real estate until they <laughs> until don't. Until they
1: don't, yeah. 855 935 Talk is our telephone number here. 855 935 8255. Let's talk about your financial situation, your investment ideas, your whatever it is you're about to get into before you do it. Call.
0: Tell them. Are talking
1: real money. Want a free copy of my book, Financial Physics? we'll go download it right now at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com.
0: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Yep, you can call us with questions at 855-935-TALK, or you can send your questions in. At TalkingRealMoney.com, like this one, Tom. Yes, the I'm subject ready. Hit is me. fixed income option. Hi, Tom and Don. I currently have a mix of intermediate short-term and TIPS index bond funds for the fixed income portion of my retirement account. I also have a general fund available in my 457 plan that pays a contractually guaranteed rate of 4% with no expense fees would this fund be a good option as either a supplement or a replacement for some of my fixed income elections the stability and four percent rate seem like an attractive alternative i would appreciate your thoughts
2: is that, is that like a stable value kind of fund? I mean, sounds what like it an sounds insurance like. product or some kind i mean it I sounds like products, a gimmick. yeah these are guaranteed insurance contracts so they are guaranteed by the insurance company they're Very different than owning a government bond, which is guaranteed by the U.S. government, which I trust to pay you back more than I do, sorry, any insurance company. Four percent seems a very high rate because I think Boeing's stable value fund right now is paying about 2.3 or something last time I looked at it. Uh, So that makes me a little bit suspicious when the 30-year, or pardon me, the 10-year U.S. government bond is like 1.3 or something. I mean, to pay four seems risky to me
1: well and if it is with no fees then the only way they make money by uh, for managing the fund is in the markup which means if they're paying you four, they have to find securities in which they can invest that pay more than four and that means they're taking equity
2: risk (laughs) the only
1: fixed income investment that i know of that pays more than four consistently is called a junk bond. Now, it, on the fixed
2: income side, on the fixed income in side, or yeah. yeah.
1: But my guess is that this is with an insurance company that is stretching for yield, that they think they can they can sustain this with risky investing, and while they're contractually guaranteed the contract is only as good as the people behind the contract the firm behind the contract they can default they can default just because just because i sign a people piece of paper saying i promise i guarantee i'll pay you back doesn't mean it's guaranteed and the fact that insurance companies can get away with saying their contracts are guaranteed is a is a problem in my opinion it allows them to get away with financial
2: murder as in and that's got to be the case here four percent got to be it's it seems a very high rate and risk yeah so here's the thing i guess if i had to own it i would own a very small part of it I would he still doesn't own have government to own bonds it. okay and or and the tips which we like treasury inflation protected securities which are uh, adjusted for inflation unexpected inflation which Apparently we've had a bit of here lately, so I don't know that I'd be racing off to buy anything that gave me a guaranteed four for the reasons Don just brought up. There's a rule
1: that you should follow when it comes to investing. If someone is promising you a higher rate than you know you can get safely from a bank or the treasury, there is more risk. Whether they... Admit there is or not, there is. There must be more risk. Must be. There were GICs and default swaps that were written in 2006, 2007 by a company called AIG. They Pretty were good-sized insurance. Company they were paying huge returns. And if the U.S. government had not stepped in and bailed AIG out, the odds are very good. That there, were, there would be a whole lot of people sitting here today with guaranteed investment contracts who thought they were guaranteed and didn't get all their money back.
2: We know that you look at the rate and you say, I it's want so some of that. It's so simple. But it's so simple. <laughs> the problem is. You, you, you don't want to <laughs> believe
1: us. You, I get that you don't want to believe us. But the reality is, no matter how, it's magical thinking to think, I can, well, I, I can get 4%
2: with no That's risk exactly what we talked about people have a tendency to believe that i can make it work i know better sorry truth is you don't and reality is reality it's math if the
1: returns are high the risk is high must be the case 855-935-TALK give us a call we've got lots of lines open tom and
0: don are talking
1: is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free no obligation meeting with a Vestory Advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch guaranteed. That's V-E-S T-O-R-Y.com.
0: Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money.
1: Aren't Saturdays fun? We get together and talk about money and talk to all these people, and I like Saturdays. And you know, I go to work, and I still like it. Kind of like it better than my day job sometimes. Uh, my
2: week. <laughs> Let's job. not go there. What do you say? Huh? No, it's yeah, all good. It's all it's, good. You know, no, we, do. we no, do. This is no. What? Honestly, this is way better than the other stuff I got to do, got to do this week. Oh, so, well,
1: you, you know, didn't managing have a great people. week oh, this week.
2: A lot of fun, though, is that it? I hate
1: managing people. I am Ugh. so bad at it.
2: Is there really anybody who wakes up in the morning and says, I can't wait to get to the office today to tell him what to oh, do? Oh, yeah.
1: No, I think there I are. I guess there are people yeah. there. No, there are. God, <laughs> I am exactly. not one of them.
2: No, I'm not me either. So I do it, but nah. yeah, this more fun talking to you when you yep. come into the office. Way more fun helping people. See, I'd mm. rather just talk to Good you on the time.
1: radio. I like hanging out in my little person. dark closet. 935 Talk is our phone number. You know, I, it's funny. Beep, beep, uh, I tell my wife, and she doesn't believe it. It's like I'm very introverted, but I can get up on stage and talk to a lot of people. But one
2: on one, it's just I'm un- I'm uncomfortable. You're good with it. My wife is good with it. It's just to, that has taken time, though, to be honest no, with you. I no, used to no, do no, the radio no. thing for many years, and then I got more comfortable no. sitting down. So, I, yeah. I've always been just
1: more comfortable. I, and I get up on stage and act. Love doing that. Just give me that. Life I, is you know, but the stage, my friend. And all uh, the men and women, merely players. 855. 935-TALK is the number you can call and play with us here on the radio. Let's introduce a new actor to today's drama. No, no, no. I don't think she wants Grace. to be an actor. I think she just wants oh. to be a caller. Grace, welcome to the Talking Real Money.
4: Hi. Hi, Grace. I have a hey. long-term care... Excuse me? No, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, I have a question about the new long-term care tax that will be... Um, instituted starting january i currently have a long-term care policy and i've been online to see if i can go ahead and opt out but i have not been able to find a website i see information for people who are getting a new policy that the um, opt-out will be um, available i think it said november 1st so is that where everyone including me
2: you know i don't know the dates grace but i do know this if you have what my understanding is if you have a policy or you're buying a policy between now and the end of the year you can opt out your employer will be asking you whether or not you have the policy because they're the ones who are going to have to charge your payroll or pardon me add that half a percent of tax on to payroll and pass the money to washington so, therefore, you should be okay. Yeah. According to
1: their website, if you have a long-term care policy that you purchase before November 1st, 2021, you can get an exemption. You can apply for an exemption. And then your employee the the it says i don't know who this is the employment security department must that's accept that's washington state must yes. accept the exemptions
2: okay how is that going to work in other words because it's the employer that has to charge it
1: right the employer the employer charges it but the employees right. have to apply and get approved through the employer doing it with the state yeah to just
2: they come to you if they come and ask well you do have a policy no sure, you have a policy, to be right.
1: actually approved by the state oh that's what it says here. But, yes, it appears gonna, you can opt out.
2: Yeah, if, if you have the policy, then you shouldn't have to pay the tax. That's correct. The procedural method in which you get yourself out of it, that's what Don's alluding to. Does that help, Grace?
4: Yeah, a little bit. I guess I just need to wait to find out more information.
2: <laughs> well, um, there is the law um,
1: is – and let me give you this number. You can go look it up online if you want to just actually read the law. It's R C W five zero fifty B as in boy dot 04, dot zero eight zero. Just type that
2: into Google, it'll come up and you can read the whole law. But Oh, it, nicest day of the after nicest afternoon of the year and you're gonna be jumping online to read about the long term care. Do it oh, after the fun. sun
1: sets at midnight.
2: <laughs> we never see this time of year. <laughs> exactly. I, you know what? I don't know if reading it I would just wait until like, we get closer. But it sounds like I'm am I'm, so. I'm reading this and okay. it sounds
1: absolutely like you are. It says if you have a policy prior to November 1st, 2021, which you do, then you can opt out. Yes. yes. I think that answers the question. There you go. All right. Thank you for the call, Grace. We this appreciate coming you being up a lot. There. A lot. Yeah, a lot well. Lot. It's something new. Anytime there's yeah. something new, there are questions. And governments need to realize that there are going to be a lot of questions. And they really, before they pass these laws, the legislature really should put in place a system for answering all of the questions before... They tell anyone about the law, but they don't do that. It's kind of like building highways before they allow developers to build houses, which we have a problem with. Tom and Don are
0: talking real money.
1: Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our 60-page Better Retirement Guidebook at vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y dot com.
0: For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Hey. You know, we really do love talking to you. We like answering your questions. We have a really good time doing it. We love helping you avoid problems. And we really enjoy helping you become a better investor. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. That's 855-935-8255. Give us a call. We still have a lot of time. And Karen is next. Karen, welcome to Talking Real Money.
2: Hi, Karen. Thank you.
1: Thanks for the call. What can we do for you? I
4: bought a condo in an eightplex in Whatcom County in 1999. I lived there for 15 years. I am 84 now, and I have not been living there. I've had it rented out under Windermere, who have been wonderful management people for the last five years. I am Mm -hmm. wondering when I should sell it. It has, I paid 84,000 for it. It's, Doubled in value, and I'm wondering when I should decide to sell it. And then I have no clue what to do with the money when I sell it because I don't need the money. What do I do? Wait. Okay. When? How much
1: rent are you getting for it? I'm just dying to know.
4: They um, they asked uh, Windermere charged uh, one thousand twenty-five. Wow. It's only a. T- it's and only do a $2 you owe anything? On it? I'm very pleased.
1: Wait. 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 Okay. You- you, you know and this is for you own this free and clear right?
4: Oh yes I paid cash for it
1: and you say now and it's I, worth how much hundred and seventy thousand
4: I, I, I paid eighty four worth double that
1: now it sounds like it should okay, probably be worth more than double that but okay we'll go with double
2: that all right so but here's the thing um hmm. so on the you you will pay a capital gains tax. On the difference because it's not your primary residence. Mm -hmm. So, but my question to you, if you, if anybody called me and said time to sell real estate, yes. So it's it's insane. I mean, you're going to get over the asking price, etc But in your circumstance at 84, um, I don't know that that would make sense because in your estate under current tax law mm-hmm. your whoever's inherited inherits that property will get the stepped up basis as to the value as of the time of your passing not that we're wishing you to leave us so for that reason it probably makes sense to hold on to it and it's positive cash flow
1: it's a very positive cash flow your cash flow is approximately eight percent um, I'm pretty sure Whew. you're not going to be able to take your hundred and seventy thousand dollars and get eight percent on it So for two reasons, it makes sense to probably hang on to it, and we rarely say this. But one, because your estate will get the step up, and two, because you're getting a nice income. And we can add three, because we don't know where you could get a better income. Make sense?
4: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad you said those things. That really encourages me. And so I can sit here and do nothing and just enjoy the profit.
1: You got it. Enjoy the paychecks. You got passive income. You've got no cost. You love your manager. You have the perfect setup. It's really perfect. I would let it go.
4: I've got five kids that would gladly enjoy a little tidbit when I should pass. Yeah. And
1: they won't pay any taxes
2: on it. Well, between the time you die and the time they actually sell it, they may pay a little. No, there should be no step up. I mean, well, there, so should, no, they, there do, should be a step-up. Let's assume they can't sell it for some months after she dies. Oh, okay. The price increase there. Still, not very much. Not much. And yeah. by the way, I bet it's worth even more than the 170 I do, too. That today. would be
1: my guess. It would be worth more than yeah. that. But let's say it's 170 If it's 170 you are just golden. Perfect. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. 855-935-TALK. That's the
2: phone number to call here. This comes up, by the way, because oftentimes people also want to Give their kids property while they're still alive or put their name on the house while they're still alive. And it doesn't make sense generally. Yeah. I don't know why you would do that. No, it's a big mistake.
1: Um, unless it's a primary residence and they're a joint tenant with you on it. That'd be a different story. That'd be a different story. But, um, no, this is, that's what's the wonderful thing about step up. Now bear in mind that if your income is under eighty thousand dollars, including your capital gain, well, that's for married filing jointly, so that wouldn't be in her case. But you,
2: your capital gains rates can think be if a single. Yeah, yeah. Ca-
1: capital gains rates can be zero, but only on very that's small true. capital gains.
2: Yeah, no, I think this makes total sense to leave it as it is. I, you make a very good point, by the way. Could you take that money, go out and? get paid eight percent a year <laughs> no
1: not with any degree get the eight, of certainty not,
2: well not no not getting a check every month from mm-hmm. her manager no way and at 84 so i great. bet that check is nice i bet Absolutely. that's a nice
1: addition yeah to you know her living costs i i i i think she's great i think she's great 855-935-TALK now remember as we're near the end of the program the yes. live program You can call us any time with your questions. You can call twenty four hours because once we get done with the show, that phone number switches over to our Talking Real Money voicemail system, where you can record. Well, I thought you
2: answered that twenty four seven.
1: Sure, you just go ahead and keep believing that. If it makes you think, I had like
2: a siren system in your house. I want to raise.
1: I want to raise.
2: <laughs> oh, hey, oh, okay, no problem. I'm, yeah, right I'm on answering. That. Hey, I'm answering the phone
1: twenty four seven, Josh. I want to raise. <laughs> yeah, all right. Sure, that's going to yeah, go. Ain't going to work.
2: Uh,
1: now you distracted me from my message. No,
2: okay. You were saying, and I'll help you because yeah. I know you're old and forgetful.
1: I am. I'm feeble. You were
2: talking to people. <laughs> you were saying, whenever it strikes your fancy, right. whenever something comes up, right. you don't have to wait until Saturday afternoon. You could call us. And by the way, most people write us because they'd rather do that than get I on the phone. don't it, but get okay. A lot of written questions. Yeah. And we're happy to answer them. Or a lot of people send in their 401k because we talked about 401 411 last week. So I talked to a couple people yesterday, which was a lot of fun, about their 401k plan. So we're trying to help in many ways.
1: In plethora. many, many ways. In a plethora of ways? Really? did you, <laughs> You're going to go with plethora?
2: I'm so I'm proud of you. I'm
1: really impressed. <laughs> hold on i was gonna gonna see if i could get you, you gonna another, go with a question i was trying but then make my, one up. my screen switched over to something oh my gosh i'm not doing this question oh my god, you remember the longest question ever we had last week oh, that one we had was like nine uh, minutes well question no this one's longer this one's no. twice as long all right don't we do definitely that. don't have time for that one so let's try this one okay we can do this okay. one okay uh, confused about bond funds. Hi, Tom and Don. Listen to your podcast regularly and continue to be thankful for the great advice you give. I took advantage of your blueprint you gave to listeners earlier this year at retire meet. I would highly recommend anyone looking into their portfolio, getting their portfolio evaluated. Even at full price, it's the best deal in town. So in so informative and gave us great advice on our portfolio holdings. However, I still continue to be confused about bond funds. Oh, me too. Could you give us a brief explanation on what type of bond funds are best? For those of us in retirement my bond position is total bond u.s aggregate bond schwab tips fund and a few vanguard balance and few vanguard balance funds so mostly corporate bonds my blueprint recommendation suggested all government so what should i be in
2: got a couple people waiting on the phone so i'll make this quick the reason that we want you to own government bonds is safety Safety, safety, safety. You get your money back at the promised interest, or so you have U.S. Right. government bonds. Right. Corporate bonds can't always make that promise.
1: However, intermediate corporate bonds in a mixed portfolio, they're not terrible. They're just yeah, riskier. A little bit, a they're little just bit, riskier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, real quickly, Marie, welcome to Talking Real Money. We only have about a minute.
4: Hello. And a minute is Hi, all Marie. I'm going hey. can, can you hear me okay? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. All right. I just want to let you guys know that I've been sitting here since 10 o'clock this morning listening to your entire program, well, doing other things too, but I just listened to your interview with this 84-year-old woman, and I want to let you guys know how much I love you. She was fabulous, and between her, she, and you, um, her and you... (laughs) Um, You just answered all my questions that I've been waiting for answers for for a long, long time.
1: That's the point of having a radio show. We help others without even knowing it. Thanks for the nice call, Marie. We'll be right back.
0: Tom and Don are talking.
1: A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our vestry advisors help you save your future at vestory.com, V E S T O R Y.com.
0: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: You know, we're constantly helping people with money. We do it all week long. We have a podcast that that airs pretty much every day. So just go to TalkingRealMoney.com and check it out or on your favorite podcast service. But if you want to get your questions answered and the show isn't on, well, you can still call 855-935-TALK or send them in at TalkingRealMoney.com. But if you have one of those more difficult questions, you know, it involves your whole portfolio or something and you'd like somebody to look at it or help you kind of get started in the right direction with a more complex series of questions, we'll set up an appointment with one of our advisors for free, no obligation, no sales pitch. Just go to vestry.com
0: registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit TalkingHeroMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.